Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 181 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlo. Yeah, I'm here. And Pete. Hello. And Matt. Yo. And yeah, so before we get too deep here, uh, I want to give a shout out to our uh, patrons, specifically our Zach Belt patrons, uh, Zach Zablowski. Uh, if you have... Or if you have any interest in becoming a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash studios or click on the Become a Patron link at the bottom of our homepage at blindedstudios.com and become awesome like them. There's something sticking on this thing. God damn it. I gotta wash the Ew. table. Um, so, Carlos, what the fuck you been up to? Not too much. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, last, uh, <laughs> last night we uh, did our recorded uh, one of our... Um, what was it? Live Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Yeah, we were we were streaming a Gauntlet Dark Legacy. That was fun. All you were there, and you were there, and you were there, Pete. Wait, that was last night or yeah. this morning? That was this morning. <laughs> was I think when morning, we ended yeah. at two a.m. is when we I broke went to bed up. at four fifteen. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's pretty late. What time did I send you that video at? Uh, pretty late. Like three something. Three thirty, four o'clock. Damn, I didn't realize I was up that late. But yeah, we were. What What was it? We were drinking shots of. Uh, Chuck Norris's, and then Casey had mixed up uh, red drink and a purple. Uh, I mean, a blue, blue drink, drink based on yep. uh, potions. Yes, some some health potions yeah. and some mana potions. And so, what do we officially call the the live stream? Uh, it's BNS plays. BNS plays. Yep. Yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, we did we did one. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube, I guess, if you want to. Um, we had we had, uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we had people in chat, which was actually a thing that happened. Yeah, we had a couple of people. I mean, granted, at one point, uh, the chat was drunk and we were drunk and we were just <laughs> yelling at each other. Yeah. So well, uh, Casey would just read off everything that was in chat and like out loud, and then re- re- like repeat it out loud, and then sit, re- have a response for it. Yes, I kind of wish we would have played uh, the recorded our our Halo sessions last <laughs> night too. Oh that yeah, that's hilarious. We, we might have to do like the post. Ra- yeah, randomly put in Halo One last night and played. <laughs> and Carlos fighting. was the goddamn predator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many invisibilities? We had a in the last match of we played a couple matches of Halo One and like the last match it was it started off with me and Casey and like it, w- it was just going to be like we had changed the settings on the TV and like I want to see if everybody looked bad. Uh, with the uh, settings, with the HD settings, <laughs> the widescreen, and then turning uh, to Casey yelling a bit and screaming, and then Casey, like I saw, so I said, like Casey, I'm not going to shoot you, and then Casey started shooting me. So <laughs> you said you wouldn't shoot me. So I circled around him and hit, meleeed him and assassinated him. Then we just started playing again, but like I didn't shoot for the rest of the game. Yeah, and I was trying to hide, and he would drop out of the sky and beat me down. Casey was losing, and then like he the fucking it. predator. <laughs> so I was just melee and grenades, and then Casey handed it off. We were playing on Hang 'Em High. And he, Casey handed it off to Pete, and then Pete did a lot better. He was actually hitting me with bullets. I got one invisibility. <laughs> <laughs> I needed them to try to sneak Well, out. the problem is the, invisibil- <laughs> the invisibility doesn't work anymore because, like, it's too high def. Oh, and so yeah. you can see the shimmer. But if everything's kind of blurry... I don't know. Then it works we, really well. How you guys we, were right I, on top of each other, though, one, later on, once your eyes adjusted to the blurriness. Because like, once somebody went invisible, you're like, I know you are, boom, 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 boom. 
Like, I don't know how yep. you could snipe, how I sniped back then, because, like, the only way I could know, like, if my rifle was at, a, like, a far enough range. Was if it turned somebody's... red. Or if it turned red, or if all of a sudden, for a second there, I saw somebody's name popped up above my reticle. It's like, oh, there we go. And we, we, over on that side. And we'd play with four people on a, like, a 20-inch CRT. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and have just, like, this postage stamp to look at. Yeah, that... Actually, I think on my 20, like, we used to have LAN parties, and uh, we'd all bring TVs and Xboxes and Halo, and we would just play that think about together. us lugging around those TVs in the backs of our cars. Nowadays, it's just this, like, hit, dear, brought oh, the yeah, TV. Oh, yeah, it's way yep. easier. Yeah. It's way easier now. But yeah. I stay at home, and we play over the internet. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing we were talking about last night is how different it is. Oh, now. it's like, so much, well, it's so much more fun, like, doing those couch games. Yeah, where that you still got your Mario parties and your little big plants and stuff, but they just aren't nearly as those are like families, like if you have a big family or something. Yeah. We don't really get together and play those. We could though. Yeah, we could. <laughs> yeah, we that was could. Me and Pete played Katamari the, uh, the other night. That was fun. Oh, that sounds like yeah. fun. <laughs> I forgot that about sucked. that until right now. <laughs> that game's uh, just let's see. trippy. What else did I do this week? Oh, I played a bunch of Pokemon. That's been fun. Yeah, you liking Sun and Moon? Yeah, uh, I've gotten a lot of Pokemon. Uh, yeah, how many hours have you logged? Decent amount. I do, I do a lot of uh, my characters. My creatures are high level just because I I run around trying to catch Pokemon. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, probably. yeah, but like I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not, uh, <laughs> like I'm not you, powering through you, the main storyline. You story said line. that it was like it was like outside of the box. I'm taking my time like a lot, and that makes me over level for everything. Yeah, I I'm not taking my time, and I'm still over leveled for everything. Actually, it finally caught up with me, and I think I'm on level for the area that I'm in. But otherwise, I've been like ten levels over. Yeah, I just beat beat the ghost badge thing, and I my main's level forty nine. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Sun and Moon, like it's it's been it's a nice refresh of the series. Like, like the anim- like the movement and everything, animation is like really smooth now. And yeah, and uh, there's actual like cinematics in a Pokemon game, which is weird. Yeah. Like it, like it's kind of like there's an actual story almost like in like instead of like a couple boxes of text that's your story constantly. Like, yeah. Oh, like oh, you're ten. Go go fight dogs. Like the cinematics like really change the feel of stuff. Yeah. So. Um. Though I do run into an issue constantly, where it it'll say like, so and so is going to use this Pokemon. Would you like to switch Pokemon? And I have no idea what kind of like I don't know if it's I don't know what type it is. I'm like. Nah, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to worry about that because I have like three Pokemon that I use mainly. Well, I no, I have that problem. Well, I I have I have a party of six, and they're all different types. But I don't know what type is is going to be effective just based on the name. Oh yeah, because yeah. I don't know any of them. Because there's 750 of these. Fuckers I think I have. Someone told me his his companion was a fucking uh, an owl. It, yeah, it, it was. It had a little bow tie, and then it evolved, it and then into it an had emo a swoop owl. Yep. Then. <laughs> then it had like a, su- a soup of like a emo hair in front of it. Mine is a cat wrestler. Yeah, cat wrestler. <laughs> well, mine evolved, and now it's some sort of ninja owl thing. I don't know how to describe it anymore. It's basically, <laughs> Green Arrow. It has yeah. It's basically Green Arrow. It has Are these Pokemon just like randomly generated now. Like pretty much. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, like they just they put like things in a hat. And they just pull out two. Well, they're, they're also like, cat warrior. Okay. They also and brought back a bunch of uh, the old Pokemon and just gave them new versions. Like, oh uh, yeah. So like, oh, Volpex now has ice type instead of fire type. Mm. They did that with Sandshrew too. Yeah, and like um, the Grimer and Mucker is like multicolored rainbow things. And uh, yeah. Oh, and Raichu now flies. Yeah, oh. Raichu flies now. 
for reasons unknown. Like with wings? No, with psychic powers. Oh. Yeah. A surfing Raichu now. <laughs> Surfs on his own tail. Yeah. It's crazy. Doesn't make any goddamn sense is what it is what's happening here. Yeah, but I've been having pandemonium. Pandemonium. I try there's a mode where you uh, scan QR codes and then like they'll let you uh have a like a random Pokemon from uh like original like from the original series will show up or something like that and like you can get the original starters that way where the fuck are the QR codes you just, there's a QR code scanner what, on what, your no, menu you you still have to scan QR codes where are the QR codes to scan any QR code will do it i just go i just went online they had pokédex versions that would like update your pokédex with uh not catching it but with uh giving the stats and where to find it so it was, i just scanned 10 of those cuz you're limited to 10 a day and then i activated it and i caught a Rhydon. so don't know what I'm going to do with the Rhydon. It's just going to sit there. But You could, I don't know, do stuff with it. Yeah. You could use it. <laughs> like, maybe we'll get something cooler besides the Rhydon next time. Wait, where did you get 10 QR codes? That's what I want I went online, know. and, like, they had, so people have already thrown together the whole Pokedex. And all, the Pokedex comes in, like, every entry on the Pokedex has a QR code. So, like, you can scan other people's Pokedexes with your uh, 3DS. And, like, it'll update it, like, your uh, Pokedex then a little bit. And uh, so I just hmm. did 10 of those online because it was just click, QR code, click, QR code. I got 10 of them. So I got all the QR codes from the starters. That's way too much work. It I'd have to have two devices at once? No, like I just had to open up my laptop and just. That is two devices at once, Carlos. That's too much. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'd rather just print them out, you know, on some paper yep. and then do it that way. Yep, well, that's, that's, that's what that's I got to do. Really I got to print them all out. Who needs uh, another device, you know? Can't have two devices open at the same time. But I'm sure you could, yeah, it works for like random QR too codes too. Too complicated. So, so what you, Pete? What you been up to? Carlos, you're oh. taking my fucking job. That is not your job. Well, I mean, I'm just gonna keep talking about Pokemon. Otherwise, okay. I was gonna wait for you to goddamn finish. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, Pete, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, I've been playing a little Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> now I went to bed at like four fifteen. <laughs> we were playing Halo. Um, got a kitten. Oh, that's right. Oh, did, yeah. what, what did you end up naming the kitten? I think Mao, I think. Like a stupid kitten name. Yeah, well. It's now Chairman a, Mao. <laughs> that's not, not Sir Pompadour Scruffleton's the seventh. No, yeah, you just name it, rename it Chairman Meow, and like you're set. <laughs> meow. <laughs> Chairman Meow? Yeah. yeah Carlos, no, you can leave. <laughs> no, that's been, I've, I've heard that before. Well, because I, uh, I remember when I used to play Worms World Party, like there was a party full of like world leaders that had their names changed around. So like a, one of them was like not Chairman Meow, but like a it was something like that with worms. I don't yeah, know. Did you name your Abra some bad pun too? Oh no, my Abra's name it, well, it was a Katabra now, and it holds a spoon, so I called it Spoon Exclamation Point Exclamation Point. Okay, exclamation that makes sense. Point. Yeah, Chairman Chairman Meow. Yeah, it's God. an actual thing. Why is that a real thing? Well, <laughs> so why Meow? Uh, I don't know. Jen liked it. So are you guys eating Chinese food? No. It means I think it means cat in Egyptian. I think some could we say that? I don't think that's true, but sure. In some some Chinese. like ancient Egyptian language. I don't know. That's that's what the word is. I just call him kitty. Or buddy. Yeah. Or shit face. How is it how's the cat getting along with the dogs? Oh fine, he wants to snuggle with them and play with them and the dogs are like, What the fuck is this? It's cause he's like, you know, that big, so He's not terrorizing the dogs? No, not really. Like he started biting Guinness the other day, he was just like just a playful biting, yeah, like uh, just like nibbled on him. You really <laughs> want to make sure you uh, keep the 
the claws trimmed though. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, just did the other day. Yeah, so. just good stuff about the communism leader. No, it yeah. is. Uh, word for cat in Egyptian is Mao. M A U. He was right. In Norwegian, it's short for med and or or. In other words. Okay. I like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Otherwise, not much. I started downloading Halo today because I got the itch to play Halo. Oh, Halo 5? And it's like 96 gigabytes. Jesus oh Christ. God. That's ridiculous. So it was going like 5 megs a second while I was playing Battlefield. And when I would hop off, it was going like 50-something megabytes a second. Maybe you'll be done when you get home. Yeah, I'm hoping. That's a massive chunk of your uh, Xbox. Yeah, that's a like, I think, a third of it. Yeah, but going back, like playing some Halo One, and then going back to five or going to five, like there's such a big jump. In yeah, but it's gonna look so nice. Yeah, because like Halo games always look so good. And that's yeah, like what do. I want. I just want to play it for a few minutes and get my fix, you know. And, be and like, then all right, this uninstall. They should have just gone with the collector's edition remastered versions. Yeah, the so I can play all the old ones. Yeah, yeah Halo Three would be cool versions. to play. Yeah. I like Halo Three. Halo Three is good. Two is good. I didn't like the sword. I like I like the uh, I like Halo One the the campaign up until uh, the flood. So you see, oh, yeah. for a while I didn't like it, and then at, at a certain point, like that library level where it's just like massive corridors of nonstop flood, it was like after a certain point, I was like, you know, this is I'm actually having fun just uh, being ambushed nonstop. That's not yeah, it yeah, was like, really, kind of like thrilling. You don't really get anything out of it. It's just like yeah. It, it gets tedious. And that it was final, classic, though. Like, the yeah. final level of, like, the that race at the end, like, that was great. Yeah, but, but like, I don't know. The Silent Cartographer is still the best level of the really Halo franchise. Level, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Is that better? Oh, yeah. All right, man. A little better, yeah. Yeah, the campaign <laughs> of Halo 1 was a blast. It's How not far that did we get when we were playing it? It's not that I'm the remastered. What? How far did we get when you? I played? think we played all of one. I think we did too, because yeah. when he said the race, I'm like, oh, I do remember. A race. Yeah, yeah, the race is at the end. Yeah, I think we played all of one, and then we were gonna start two, and then we just never got around to it. That could be a uh, that could be a good one though for uh, BNS for the, plays. Yeah, BNS plays. Even if it's not a drinking thing, just hanging out. Yeah. I remember the final level on Legendary was the easiest level on Legendary, because the only thing was like the time limit was like really low, and that was it. Oh, you just had to drive fast. Well, I mean, you could al- you'd also get dot die if you got shot, but I mean, it also it was mainly just a race. So. Yeah, it's a race. Yeah, I hope I win. Carbohydrates are good. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> Rat race. So ridiculous. All right, uh, you been up to anything else this week, Pete? No, I'm trying to think, but not worked a little bit. A few days, been couple good. A couple so of two days there. A couple of two or three days. So good. All right. Matt, what have you been up to, man? Uh, Thanksgiving happened. Yeah, that did. was a thing, I yep, guess. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that happened. That uh, slipped my mind, actually. Casey, you had your annual uh, Lord of the Rings and nachos. In I Durban. did, and it was amazing. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I tried some of those nachos that were delicious. Yeah, the nachos were awesome. Uh, I ate up the last of the cheese dip that Carlos lied to me that there was a whole bunch left. Oh. No, I never said that. Like <laughs> you did, so you did. I said, you know, there's not that much left. I don't know if you said that. No, you, you didn't say that at all. Casey said that there's a bunch left. Yeah, like, I forgot I like, that Rick had I don't taken know a about that. And then you and took you a bunch. And you finished your nachos, too. Jeez. <laughs> of course I finished my nachos. No, Rick finished your nachos. Oh, well, you yeah. saved some for yourself. But yeah. Yeah, you know, because I needed okay. leftover I nachos anyway. the next day. Yeah, I was full anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Jeez, I'll talk about nachos in a minute. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving happened. That was that. Me and Carlos recorded Soundwave, so there's a new episode of that up. Soundwave. 
Well, there's a lot of things that already slipped my mind this week. I know, Thanksgiving right? and Soundwave. Oh, I went to go see Fantastic Beasts. That was pretty cool. I enjoyed yeah. that movie. That I was like fun. That was fun. Yeah. Pete uh, and I went to see that the other day. Anyways, that's, I think that's about it. Yeah. Slept a lot today just because we were up late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been up late pretty much every night this vacation. <laughs> Thanksgiving will do that to you. Yeah, well, Thanksgiving I crashed around 1230 apparently. What Rick told me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Well um, before that. Yep. And then, then I slept pretty much all day, so I was up until like four on Saturday morning, and then yeah, just then last night I was up until I don't know. I got an I, I got an episode of Person of Interest in before, <laughs> I, before I fell asleep. Um. All right. Uh. So Thanksgiving happened. Oh my God. Fucking nachos, man. <laughs> check this. Check this out, guys. So I went to uh, Mariachi Loco, the local Mexican place, and I bought a bunch of cheese sauce, right? And then I was like, all right, what are the best chips that I can make with my nachos? I'm like, Chipotle chips. So I went and bought a bunch of Chipotle chips. Uh, then I fried up some some uh, some steak and some chicken, some fajita veggies, got a bunch of guac from Hy-Vee, which fucking amazing guac at mm-hmm. Hy-Vee. Um, and then I uh, got some lettuce on there, some beans. Oh, yeah bunch of cheese like so i layered them <laughs> fucking layered them right so you do you do a layer of chips uh some beans and a layer of cheese and then another layer of chips some beans mm. and some cheese and then another layer of chips and then a layer of cheese then you throw that in the oven for at like 400 for like five ten minutes to get all the cheese bubbly and the mm. like the edges just a little crispy heat those chips up nice and good then uh then you then you come back at it and you throw on your fajitas and your meat you plop down two big things of sour cream and guac, then uh, you just smother it in cheese sauce. <laughs> it's just <laughs> an unhealthy amount of cheese sauce. Do you have any like tomato or lettuce or anything? I no. put lettuce on there. Yeah, I thought about putting tomatoes on there, but there's already a bunch of shit on there. Yeah, and fuck a tomato. <laughs> and I was like, I think I'm good. I think I, and I was right. I was good. Right, I guess you could have chopped up the tomatoes and tossed them in with the fajita onions. I could have, yes, but I didn't. Yeah. I could and what I really should have done is maybe gotten some pico, put the pico yeah, de gallo yeah. on top there. Mm. But now I was just gonna cover it all in cheese sauce anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> I was eating today. <laughs> Pretty good. What are you doing, Carlos? That's not the ready. first one. What? It's not the first oh, one. Right. That's not the first one either. Carlos, wait. Wait, we're not ready for that we're yet. We're really gonna drink a bunch of them tonight. We're gonna drink three of them. Oh god. <laughs> No, <laughs> you say, you seem so sad now. Well, I mean, they I gotta go into work tonight, so. Oh, I forgot that you had to yeah. work tonight. She. Oh, that just means more beer for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm plan this right. All right. Um. Let's see. Oh yeah. So watch Lord of the Rings, and then watch the first two, the most of the first two of the Hobbits, because I decided that was a thing that needed to be done. I left right when they got to Lake Town. So okay. That was at like eleven fifteen or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then watch, or uh, then I drank a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> it was real good. I mean, I love Thanksgiving. Just love it. Did you smoke a pipe? I yes, smoked my smoked pipe a lot. Pipe. Oh, good, good. <laughs> yeah. Start. I, yeah. I started started smoking my pipe when Return of the King came on, and that's also when I opened the bottle of bourbon. And I stopped smoking my pipe when the bottle of bourbon was gone. <laughs> they go hand in hand. I, I think. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's, um, is there anything else that I did this week that was super important? Not really. Uh, Vanilla Rose, but that was last week, and I think we talked about mm. that already. Yep. 
Um, oh, uh, I'm not. Sh- I don't think there's a show next week because Pete and I are in Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida. Eh? Florida. Yeah. So unless unless Matt and Carlos want to get together and throw something together, but I I think you could do a live sound wave. Move it to Friday or no. Sunday. Sunday. No. No. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so there's probably no <laughs> show next week, guys. Uh, sorry about that. But we'll be back the following week with um, a special Vanilla Rose tasting with Mike Fredrickson. So we get to talk about how Pitchfork's been doing the past that three years. Be on a Saturday. That show is on a Saturday at 6 p.m. So uh, make sure you set that evening aside because it's going to be a really fun show. Um, and yeah, so now, Carlos, now you can open it. And you were right. That was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. All right, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna taste uh, is there a three. Space cat on this one. What? Is there a space cat on this? No, it's a. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do three uh, double IPAs. So. Buddha? Yeah. Um, we have we have two toppling Goliath ones, and then I was gifted a Trillium, uh, one from Eric. So we're just gonna kind of go through and see how these go. The first one going around is Twisted Galaxy by Toppling Goliath Brewing Company. They're located in Decorah, Iowa. Um, this comes in at 8.2% ABV. Um, I, I don't know if this is the first time they've done it, but it's the first time I've seen it. So, uh, or at least the first time I've seen it bottled. Um, so no time and no space, life beyond life, an experience transcendental, originating from within and projected through the third eye. Relax, take a journey of the mind, open up to the possibilities beyond your mortal coil. Follow the lines that lead to your inner twisted galaxy. Unravel it, question it, and understand it. Um, so I'm pretty sure this is just dry hopped and made with a bunch of galaxy hops. I don't know if there's another hop in here. But, yeah. Carlos? It's uh, pretty good. Uh, it's got a strong bitter taste, but it's not too strong, the bitterness in there. It's uh, very palatable. All right. Ooh, yeah. It's creamy. Gotta let it warm up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Smells like the pump. Is it pump? What, what kind of galaxy? Or what kind of? Does it smell uh, like galaxy hops. Okay, yeah, it smells like. So galaxy is Pompeii. like. Yeah, it's it's like galaxy and mosaic go hand to hand pretty well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Good aroma. I like I like how it smells. Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm getting too much bitterness. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a fan of that at all. Yeah, it's missing that kind of a sweet. I'm mi- yeah, I'm, mi- I'm missing the the juice. Mm-hmm. Like I want it to be just a little juicy. Good mouthfeel, but like, I don't it, know, like yeah. it, it's almost like if you swish around in your tongue, it's like tangy a little bit. It's like, and then you get bitterness once you yeah. get her back. On the yeah, on the back end, there's just it's a lingering bitterness that I'm not a fan of. And, like, I don't know, like, they're, and that's something I tend to notice with their double IPAs a lot. Like, their pale ales are amazing, like Pompeii and stuff like that. They, they have, like, a nice soft bitterness, but it seems like once they go to the double IPA, they, it's a lot harsher. I get a little bit of the yeast in there, but damn, that's sweet. It's hidden, it's just a little overwhelming. Right, Carlos, you want to give this one a number? I'll give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half. We'll do a seven. We'll do a six and a half. I'm not All the right. biggest fan. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a six. I uh, the bitterness, like it could be so much better. 
there's there's just something blurred. It's a little blurred. Alright, Carlo, here's the next one. Alright. <sighs> Alright. The next one going around is another uh, TG double IPA called Hop Smack. Uh, first in the series, Hop Smack inspired us to launch the TG Hop Patrol series pilot rescue mission. Giant aromas of pineapple and tropical fruit jump from this enticingly complex double IPA. True to its name, this brew delivers a heavy smack of dry hops and a double dose of bitterness in the finish. Well, if it's any, it can't be any more bitter than that one. So. There is that. There is that. It is not as bitter as the other one. Okay. That's good. Um, oh, uh, on BA, Twisted Galaxy had a 91. Is that just because it's half length life? Probably. And I feel like if it warmed up, it'd be tasty. But like, people really like double you IPAs. Got that much left in there. Yeah, we got a bunch left. We can let her sit and warm up a bit. People go crazy for doubles, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a bigger fan of like the single, the single oh, yeah. pale ale, just because they're infinitely more drinkable. Mm -hmm. You get more hop juice. Smack. Yeah. Carlos, you wanna start us start us off here? Ooh, this one's good. It's got a nice, uh, smooth really uh, uh, taste to it. It uh, goes down really easy. Uh, it's not uh, as bitter as that last one. I'd, it's very solid, I think. All right. Pete. Pete, Pete. Ooh, that's pretty tasty. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Definitely get a little hoppiness. A little dankiness going on, too. Dansky. That's the, all the words that I have. All right. <laughs> I like it. It's good. Yeah. That, that's that's good. Yeah, uh, way better than the last one. Uh, that that back end bitterness isn't there. Um, there's actually some like it's a more of a complex aroma. Like it's not just like hops. It's like you get like the mango and the pineapple and I like yeah, the carbonation subtle. in this one a lot too. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's a lot softer. Like it has more of a juice quality to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you can taste the you can taste the yeast. Uh, coming through and there's just a bit of sweetness there and yeah and I don't know what they're talking about this double dose of bitterness but I'm not getting much bitterness no. yeah, after that other one it's like <laughs> Ooh, let me rinse it down <laughs> with this <laughs> double IPA I like that first one just because like I sometimes just, just cancel want some each other out. And I, mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. I've been had I had a lot of sweet stuff today so like some bitter mm. something bitter was like really hit the spot yeah. I had I had disappointing uh, general size chicken so oh I'm sad to hear that actually yeah yeah, it's kind of hard to screw up General Sauce Chicken. Yeah, well, it was disappointing. <sighs> and I should have gotten cream cheese wontons, but I didn't. Did you get some sesame seed uh, chicken? No. That's delicious. Well, I got General Sauce, Carlos. Yeah, that, I know, that's that's your chicken for the day, I guess. No, well, yeah, you don't you don't order General Sauce chicken with a side order of sesame seed chicken. Yeah, I might. Like just that's just not what you do. Well, Wait, was this dry hopped? Just this compare dry hopped, them. Right? What was this dry hopped? Yeah, this is dry hopped. Okay. Hmm. I guess. Uh, that's tasty. Is it time for the scores on this one? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry. 
Uh, I always got distracted by Chinese. I'm gonna give this one an eight. I really like this one. So I could easily drink the mm. whole bottle by myself. Yeah, this is good. Eight point eight. Whoa, bro. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa. I'll go for an eight too. I will give it an eight and a half. This is a very good beer, uh, and I might have to pick up another bottle of it. In fact, I think I have another bottle upstairs. It feels really <laughs> good in my tummy. <laughs> like, probably because there wasn't anything in there. It's really cold. I'm like, man, I, I should have eaten something today. Didn't realize we were going to try uh, three 8% beers. Uh, that's not me. All right, so this next one going around is from uh, Trillium Brewing Company. It's called Uppercase, which is another double IPA. That's nice. A lot of IPAs today. Well, this is a, it's, it's like not I can easily though, just chug it down. No, this one's also a double. Oh, it is. Uh, yep, yep. This is uh, so Trillium is in Massachusetts. Um, this is this one comes in at nine percent, so it's the highest ABV of the three. Um, uppercase is a delicate dry Pilsner malt character with a smooth, soft, doughy mouthfeel from the raw wheat, oily hop resin, um, which all serves as a canvas for this twice dry hopped nine percent double IPA. Overripe mango, pineapple, and passion fruit aromas leap out as the beer is poured. The impression of tropical fruit also takes the lead in the flavor, which is layered further by white wine, pine resin, and grapefruit zest. Hopped primarily with mosaic, this supporting roles. Uh, with supporting roles played by Galaxy, Citra, and Columbus. Uh, the malt was Pilsner, Flake Wheat, uh, Crystal 15, Dextrin, and Dextrose, Hops, Mosaic, Galaxy, Citra, Columbus. Um, I think there's a can date on the bottom of the can, too. So it's, it's, I believe it's fairly fresh. 10.31, Halloween. Yeah, it so even says Happy Halloween on the bottom. How cool. <laughs> yep, so uh, this was canned about a month ago. So it's uh, 9%. Yep. That's, uh, that's almost as strong as uh, the Miguel Colleges that was in our shop. <laughs> we had a lot of those shots. This, this, logo, this uh, picture they have on the side here, it mm -hmm. was like throwing off my OCD so bad. Like I'm like, why the fuck isn't that Trillium over on that side? And blah, oh, really? Blah, blah. But then I realized, wait, I used to do printmaking, and it's just putting the lead letters in there so they can letterpress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was, I was wigging out there for a second. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah, this one was gifted to us by uh, by Eric Eric Wood. So thanks, Eric. I really like this. Yes, uh, thanks, Eric. On <laughs> I just thanked you on uh, on tap. I'm like, wait, Eric. There's basically no bitterness at all on this one. I, at least uh, not that I'm picking up. It has a nice, uh, very smooth taste to it. Uh, I really like this one. The smell doesn't smell like an IPA. Well, it doesn't really taste like an IPA no, either. No, it doesn't really. We had this one like a week ago, right? Yeah. You opened up one of these? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because he gave me two. and I was supposed to oh. drink one by myself, and Pete was around, so I figured I'd share. Well, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't crack this open, but I really want them. Like, it's completely up to you, man. The choice is yours. <laughs> I made the right decision. But it was damn good. Yeah, and then I had, uh, I had a Trillium Pale Ale, uh, Ooh, double yeah. dry hop pale ale with my nachos on Thanksgiving. That was good, weird. I'm assuming. It was that amazing. Was That's weird. It's juicy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> when people like Ooh, yeah. so you hear you hear people talk about juicy IPAs, then you get something like from from Treehouse or from Trillium and you're like, Okay, now I understand what juicy means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, score wise. Oh, are we? Uh, did are, are we say their oh, piece? I, oh, I, I, I haven't said yeah, any no, pieces. Yeah. Oh, that I, no. Yeah. Go oh. ahead. I thought you zoned out there for a second, no. and we're waiting on me. No, no, I was. I think everybody else zoned out. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and talk about this beer for a minute. Uh, it smells really good. Like one of the best smelling beers ever. So. Who smells like beer? Oh, it's just. <sighs> I don't know. Trillium beers and Treehouse beers just smell really good to me. I don't know. TG recently too. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think you're you're probably picking up that mosaic a bunch, and I know that's mm. one of your favorite hops. <laughs> it's got mosaic, <laughs> and it's not bitter. It's gonna be really good. Matt. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, like. Once you say IPA, people know what the taste is like, but this is not taste like an IPA. That's good. What does it taste like? Deliciousness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's good. No say. Yeah. Um, man, uh, the mouthfeel on this is the one thing that I can't get over. Uh, just how, like, for lack of a better word, how soft yes. it is. Like, it's it's, it's like drinking a pillow. Like, <laughs> it's taking care that's, of your Yeah, mouth. that's a very accurate way of putting it. <laughs> Even compared to just a light beer or something. Like yeah. It's dreamy, man. Is it really a double IPA? Because I mean, it does not taste... Uh, it's 9%, no, it's, and this is a dangerous 9%. Yeah. I mean. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. Because I could sit down with a six-pack of these and crush them. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. Just crush the fuck out of them. Maybe and then lick the cans afterwards. Maybe <laughs> it's a good thing it's not available morning, in our state. Like yeah. Oh, man. That is... Oof. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, just the mouthfeel is so good, and... I want to know what the people from the, the East Coast, like, think about when they taste a lot of, like, our IPAs and stuff. Like, they're probably like, wow, this is rough on my mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the softest thing ever. This yeah, is rough. Just, but, and then, uh, like, the fruit characters are just, they're so prevalent. Like, you can pick out mango so easily. Yeah, I get, me- I get some melon almost. Mm-hmm. Creamy oh, melon. <laughs> Uh, all right got them so you do like it man you really dig it yeah yeah <laughs> there's a little bit left in the can I don't know if no i, I, I shouldn't i could do just like a little dribble just top it off <laughs> all right oh my god all right carlos give me a <laughs> yeah man the rest of it's yours <laughs> and it was <laughs> it's <laughs> really good you guys missed out uh it's delicious. I would usually just smash the whole six pack, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a, uh, like I don't really see any flaws with it. So I'm just gonna give it a nine and a half. All right. That's good. I was gonna give it a nine and a half too. Nine it's and a half. Damn good. Nine and a half. Oh, <laughs> Goddamn. I don't know what a one hundred's going to I'd be. I'd give it a no ten, idea. but it's too alcoholic, so it's. Uh, right. No. If this was like a pale ale, it'd be a solid ten. <laughs> Easy. Uh, I think I gave Breen a ten. I think that's the only beer, one of the only beers I've given a ten. I did not give it. I'm that guessing a 10. I did. I mean, yeah, huh, I don't maybe. remember that whole night was just a blur. I probably it's gave that one. Just huffing eight. cans. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, so, uh, on Beer Advocate, it has a ninety-eight, and it's well, goddamn deserved. I think, mm-hmm. like, holy yeah. shit, mm-hmm. just good. It's back on top on Goliath. What are your uh, favorite like bomber? Oh, uh, my favorite bombers. I'm looking over at the fridge there. Uh, Hands down is probably uh, Lightspeed. Um, the Falconer's Flight and Millennial. Like, I really like that hop combination. 
Um, let's see. There was a new well, Mosaic is good or the Pompeii is good. Um oh, the uh the pseudo Sue that was double dry hopped with Galaxy. That was really good. Mm-hmm. But that they also the had one label one, right? What? That was the white label one, right? No. Um it had it had like the T Rex and then like a star pattern in the background. Oh, okay. And then they did one where it was double dry hopped with mosaic and that one was also really good. Mm. Um but then again, these are all the pale ales. Like, I look at the double IPAs, like, um, uh, like Sue, up there. and what? Hop smacks up there now. Yep. Yeah. Hop smack. Uh, I'm just saying. In oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But things. like, if if I look at if I look at Sue or King Sue and um, Sosis and mm. those, like, eh. I do um, like Sosis though. I mean, Sosis is good. I don't know if I have a Sosis label up there. I'm gonna have to go buy a bottle of Sosis and drink it. Dude, you're gonna, for the are you gonna put one of these on there? Uh, there's already the the that one, the uppercase, the other can. I believe yeah. it's up there. It's on the lid. Um, and then I gotta get the gotta go find the pale ale one. I don't know are if you I are you gonna use away. this one? <laughs> what do you mean? Are you gonna take the sticker out? No, you can have that. Oh, cool. I'll put it on my computer. I have a yeah. bunch of TG ones and some other stuff yeah. on there. Yeah, no, yeah, cool. um, yeah, because I already have it on the. I don't I don't put dupes on the cool kegerator. Yeah. Um, wow. I wish there was more of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, right? We gotta go there. We should just <laughs> fucking. Well, go I there. I want to do a Maryland trip once TG finishes their new brewery. Um, uh, Treehouse? Or yeah, Treehouse. Oh yeah, their yeah. New brewery, uh, because there's a camping site right on site of the brewery, which is pretty cool. Yes, that would be um, great. <laughs> and then uh, we can rent a car or something, or if we drive out, we'd probably drive out because that would be the smart thing to do. Because then we don't have to. We'll vibe it out. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll, uh, <laughs> then we can, we can take a trip down to Trillium and like Phil Harms, uh, Hill Farmstead, I think is what it's called. There's another, there's a couple of other, uh, yeah. guys down there that are making beers like this. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, speaking of vibing it out, those Xbox controllers last night. Oh, they were, <laughs> they vibed at maximum. It just would not <laughs> stop. Well, I kept turning mine to maximum, so that's probably the, the issue. Well, I mean, even if you shut it off, it just would keep going. You need maximum <laughs> vibe. See, when you take damage, it turns off, though. Oh, okay. So if you're in between matches, it's going to keep going. going to keep vibing up. Yeah. All right. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. Hey, motherfuckers, Castro's dead. That's right. On Friday, Fidel Castro, dictator of Cuba, finally dropped dead at the age of 90. Raul Castro, Fidel's younger, probably more handsome brother, uh, is now 100% in charge instead of like 99% in charge. So, yeah, that's a, that's a thing the that one happened. that helped open borders again? Raul? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, I think it was like a him and uh, Obama. Kind of did a thing. I'm not entirely sure how that went down, but I'm um, surprised. I well, did people not could even know Fidel visit was still there. alive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just think of Fidel like from a uh, fucking uh, Scarface or something. Like that can't still be relevant. Right. He was he was the dictator of Cuba for over 50 years, which is goddamn incredible. You think you he think gets like it. a pin or a medal or something for 50 years? No. He's, you a don't, di- he's a dictator. You don't like he. Well, I, I mean, sh- I'm sure he gave himself one every day. He's like, "Here is my one millionth day pin." 
It does make face on it. <laughs> a handcrafted pin for every day that I'm a dictator. Smiley face. Look at all of my medals. They are they are all named after me. And anytime he gets a medal, he gets a medal for getting a medal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and once he reaches so many medals, he gets two medals. I wouldn't. This is I wouldn't want any world leader to have more medals than me. So I just wear like nothing but medals. Like this on my is clothes. this is my medal <laughs> no, that I received so for creating the Fidel Castro medals. or the Fidel uh, Medal of Honor. That's that medal right there. And there's my actually my my Medal of Honor. And that's the one for creating the medal for, for creating that medal of honor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, no. So he's dead. That's yeah. that's the thing that happened. He died on Black Friday. Um, yeah. You know those shopping deals? They'll they'll murder you. <laughs> well then, uh, a man in oh, Brunswick, <laughs> Georgia, has elected to not find out who won the election. Uh, Joe Chandler uh, went to bed on election night not knowing if the winner was Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. Uh, I was invited to an election party to stay up into the night with everybody, gnawing their nails, hanging on, and I thought, oh, there has to be a better way. Chandler decided to go to sleep before the results were in, intending to find out the winner in the morning. When he woke up feeling peaceful, he decided to wait until the afternoon. Then he decided to hold off as long as possible. Having subtracted myself from the this uh, political fracas and holding... Er, and uh, and all the mayhem of the digital media, I kind of found the center of the cyclone. It is very peaceful in my bubble of ignorance, Chandler said. Uh, to ensure that the bubble doesn't pop before he's ready, Chandler has avoided newspapers, TV, and the internet. When he goes outside, he wears headphones uh, so he doesn't overhear any presidential news. Uh, Chandler also asks others to help him continue his ostrich-like approach to the election by wearing a sign that reads, I don't know who won and I don't want to. Please don't tell me. I divert my gaze from newspaper boxes. I don't venture out very often. And when I do, I wear my headphones and my sign, and people have been very respectful of my decision. Chandler knows this can't go on forever. He'd like to make it to 2020, but he thinks it's a matter of days instead of years. What's it like to be a hermit? <laughs> I'm really curious. I'm, I'm curious guys now. a I mean, hero, okay? <laughs> what is it like to be a hermit without using the internet? I mean, like, what you do? really boring. Probably uh, yeah. just rewatch seasons of MASH over and over and over again. Well, if you never use the internet, then uh, you don't know the difference. Uh, granted, like, if, it was, if it was being a hermit with the internet, that's completely different. And, like, I, I can understand that. internet didn't exist. Well, he's going to find out one way or another, like, if something is different. Yeah, and if people I can know that now, it's the double the double. I mean, I think that they can ruin it for him pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, they will. Yeah. They will. Well, there was all those, like... I mean, there were those drive-by spoilings when when the Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. movies were coming out. Yeah. yeah, people would drive by movie theater lines and just yell, Snape kills Dumbledore! That happened to books ages ago. So, I mean, like, they have no right to <laughs> Yeah, but that's that. like Game of Thrones book readers, like, going around being like, Hey, man, everybody dies at the Red Wedding. But you see, it's a little bit different, though, because it was Harry fucking Potter, and, like, fucking everybody read those books. That's true, but everybody watches Game of Thrones. That's yeah. Compared to the percentage of I didn't read any of Harry Potter books, of people compared to uh, really, mm-hmm. oh. the percentage of people who read the books at, to uh, who watch the movie uh, movies slash TV show true are way higher. Well, yeah, no, that, well, Harry Potter does reach a broader audience yeah. book wise, much broader one. But yeah, I don't know. Didn't the first book get like re- released in like early nineties? Uh, yeah. Well, they're the the first book set in nineteen ninety four. 
Yeah. Well, the like first movie was ninety nine two thousand. Yeah. Hmm. Wasn't the first movie ninety nine two thousand? Yeah, I think it was two thousand. I want to say it was like two thousand one. Harry Potter. Hell no. And the Philosopher's Stone. Snape. Snape. Severus Snape. Snape. Dumbledore. Two thousand one. What's that mysterious ticking? It's a bomb! It's a pipe bomb! Yeah! <laughs> Voldemort, 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 Voldemort. That's a fun clip. Yes, it is. If you <laughs> haven't seen Potter Puppet Pals, go watch Potter Puppet Pals. <laughs> is this like that video we watched the other day? You were like, what were we doing? You were like, it's so good! Oh, the, um, the fucking monster, like the cartoon monster. Cause Trogdor? We were, yeah, we were Trogdor playing Settlers of Catan. Trogdor man! Well, yeah, that. maybe he was a dragon man. Yeah, they used that song in so one of the Guitar Heroes, dumb. didn't they? <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just like that was just something really dumb that you guys are pulling? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to have to see it eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, did you so ever, I'll get drunk and be like, hey, man, this ever, is great. Did you ever see the Sam and Dean uh, uh, videos? What? Those are only funny if you've seen Supernatural. That's true. I guess maybe he hasn't yeah. seen Supernatural. So they're probably stupid. That's not true, man. It's hey, gang gang uh, they're, they're, they're a little stupid. Gang, gang, yeah. gang, gang. <laughs> uh, in San Francisco, the municipal railway has been free for riders since Friday uh, because their ticketing system was hacked. Apparently, the ticketing system uh, was being run on Server 2000 on a fairly insecure network. So a hacker was able to easily install ransomware on the server and shut down the entire ticketing system until they're paid to decrypt the files. Did they pay? Uh, there's no word yet on how if they have paid the the situation has not been resolved yet as of today. Wait, Maybe voting they, for what? So wait, he sold no, it. no. Uh, the the ticketing system for the train. Oh, for the train. So, so the train is running okay. for free right now because nobody can pay them because their ticketing system got hacked. And he's holding it for ransom. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you're gonna give me a bunch of money, or I'm never gonna decrypt your files. And it's kind of their own fault for running on server two thousand. Yeah, like. There's a reason, uh, like, Microsoft stopped supporting old OSs because there's just security holes in them that can't be patched or aren't worth being patched. Dude, get Service Pack 3. The thing is, like, you go. at the very least, upgrade from that, from 2000, is not that much compared to, well, what they're going through now. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, you got yeah. Like, how much do you think it would cost to upgrade their server systems for, like, if all it does is handle that stuff? A few grand, maybe. Yeah. But now they're going to be pushed probably close to... I wouldn't be surprised if they get held up for at least a million bucks to get all their data decrypted. I don't. I have no idea what the loss what they make a day, though, off of uh, their stuff, though, as far as lost uh, income. Probably a lot, because uh, it's San Francisco, and it's public oh, transit. Shit. Yeah. San, yeah, it's San Francisco, so they were really stupid about it. <laughs> yeah, like, there's literally millions of people a day using the system. <laughs> And now they're like, woo, free train rides. Hmm. All right. There is now another reason to be terrified to live in Australia. Something called Thunderstorm Asthma. Despite having the most badass name of any asthma, Thunderstorm Asthma hospitalized hundreds of people last week in Victoria. Thunderstorm Asthma happens when you have a perfect storm of a very high pollen day, high humidity, and a thunderstorm. Apparently the rains of or the grains of uh, ryegrass er, yeah, uh, absorb water with the humidity and break up into thousands of tiny pieces. 
so that instead of being caught by the nose hairs, the pollen goes straight into the lungs, which irritates the bronchial tubes, causing them to be inflamed and filled with mucus, making it hard to breathe. And then you get thunderstorm asthma. Thunderstorm. That sounds like my own personal hell. <laughs> what, thunderstorm asthma? Yeah. Like, no, like, uh, having, like, uh, allergies is bad enough, like... Have thunderstorm asthma. That sounds worse. Yeah, but how badass is it to be like, I died you, thunderstorm <laughs> asthma. Yeah, you're like you you get you get up to the pearly gates and St. Peter's like, ah, oh, what are you doing here? He's like, Australia thunderstorm asthma. Oh shit, you get to go to the badass part of heaven now, yes, man. You should have just said Australia. Like you didn't have to say all those words, dude. Thunderstorm asthma. Yeah, like th- 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 thunderstorm asthma. It's like uh, what Thor got as a kid. Yeah. Like, you know, before he, before, like, he didn't need his inhaler anymore. Like, he had thunderstorm asthma. Yeah. All right. He's the god of thunder. Yeah, yeah, I, I got I'm gonna it. I'm going to keep explaining it until you laugh. All right. <laughs> well, you're going to have to do some more explaining then. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> I think I explained it to death. Well, Thor was a Odin son. Ah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Norse god and... Uh, he would like he had to hammer me uh, Mjolnir, and uh, he was able to control thunder and lightning, or I guess just thunder. But didn't then he always has lightning. But didn't he have a flying goat? Well, probably. They go hand in hand. Yeah, I mean, if Whoa. you're if you're gonna have thunder, you're gonna have a flying goat. Yeah. Duh. Well, if there's a storm, <laughs> there's gonna be goats flying. And then you're gonna get thunderstorm asthma. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. That's just the way it happens sometimes. All right. And that leads us pretty seamlessly into our discussion topic for today. <laughs> How? Well, so I've been watching Red Dawn today, right. uh, and we all are, and we all know that. And I was watching the original, not the remake, though I have the remake on DVD. But so we all know Red Dawn is the story of a force in, uh, invading America, and the scrappy uh, high school kids called the Wolverines fighting back. Oh, yep. Um, uh, and the original had Patrick Swayze and uh, Sh- Charlie Sheen, so hmm. that's a that's a fun little tidbit. Oh, uh, was that the one where everybody got like almost everybody got murdered by a helicopter? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a thing that happened. <laughs> well, you gave it away. I was almost everybody. Two <sighs> ma- two made it out. Yeah. Two of the Wolverines. I won't tell you what what two, um, but at one point they all did yell Wolverines while holding an AK forty seven. So that was pretty cool. Cool. Um, yeah, no, it's pretty great. Uh, and then the the remake has um, Thor in it, uh, and yeah. But anyway, I was also watching Tomorrow When the War Began, which is basically Red Dawn set in Australia. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, I found out that, so I watched the movie, and I watched the movie before it was released in 2010. And then I was doing some googling, and I found out that uh, earlier this year they released a television series in Australia based off the books. So uh, I watched all of that today too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, because it needed to be done. So, uh, yeah. So that sorry. My question I want to pose to you guys is: What first world country would be the worst to invade from the point of the invading army? Yeah. All right. All right, Carlos. We're gonna start with you because I already know your answer. Well, I was gonna. I'll, I'll wait till Casey's. Because, uh, no, I'm no, not no I was. I was gonna go with Casey's one, but uh, apparently Casey stole mine, so I'll go with the. My, and it's the yours. One. I came up with the goddamn thing. 
I've been thinking about this literally all day. Yeah, and it took me like five seconds to come up with my answer. As soon as, as, soon as you said country, she's like, all right, I know what I'm going with. Yes. But uh, my backup's going to be uh, Greenland. Okay. Why Greenland? Because it's so fucking cold and icy. <laughs> Why would anybody go there? And then you go there, and it's like, why did you go here? There's nothing here for you. Like, they probably wouldn't even fight back. Well, that sounds like a pretty easy place to invade, then. Yeah, but like, then you... That seems like the perfect place to invade if they're not going to fight back. Yeah, it's like but, invading Canada. And, but, yeah, but if you're not prepared for the weather, like, uh, like if you haven't, like, uh, adapted to, like, to, like, if you're not from, like, a cold climate like Canada, like, Canada could probably take over Greenland, but... If you're like from, uh, they'd apologize from like a oh, China. Sorry, about this. sorry. <laughs> if you're like, what, what are the what are the gentlemen ones who like do the invading? Like China or North Korea? That if they invaded, like yeah, they uh, North Korea would have ways to go, but like they would just die from the climate. Russia would. Gross. They could bring a coat. It's not that. It's not that hard in this day and age to survive in a cold weather climate. Now, is it a Greenland or Iceland that has the volcanoes? I think they both have volcanoes. Well, the volcanoes won't help for their air for their transporting stuff either. Uh, well, the, the, it's geothermal power. Like, they don't have the cities right next to volcanoes. <laughs> no, but like, uh, you remember when that one volcano erupted? Like, and they just had lost all air travel. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, that was the thing that happened. But anyways, oh, okay. oh that'd be the perfect cover though. Yeah. To dr- to parachute all of your dudes in. Yeah, the dudes yeah I mean, you, you lose all the airplanes that you're flying to do it with. Why? You just fly them above the ash. Or through the ash. What are they going to run into? Clouds? Yeah, but clouds with ash. Yes. They have GPS. They'll be fine. <laughs> you don't see ash on GPS. No, but what are they? Like, you could fly through ash. Whoever, it's not a very good one because you took mine. You can't fly through <laughs> ash, though. Remember when the volcano was going? See if they had the ground all flights. I don't know why. Really thick and we're into the jets and shit. Yeah, yeah that causes. Problems. Well, if you put an air filter on it, then, then that'd work. Hmm. Oh, I think I could solve their problem with a coffee filter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me set this right here. Shit. I think it'll be fine. Well, they still have boats. Boats will work. Yeah, boats always work. Yep. Boats can go through ash, right? Yeah, probably. All right. Why can't an airplane go through ash, though? Well, if it's an airship. Like a Zeppelin? I don't think people use those anymore. Dude, it would at least float in it. Like the motors might die, and it but would it'll sit still there, float. But it would be up. And there. you could get, uh, you could get Zeppelin oars, which is just like big fans that people are going like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't see. How long has he trying to do that now? <laughs> Zeppelin oars. Yeah. <laughs> you don't go very fast. No, you would not. And you'd have to twist them so they go yeah. straight and then back down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like, it'd have to be a little, like, uh, you have to build, like, a little mechanism so the people inside just have to go like this, mm-hmm. like, turn a crank, and that makes the fans move. I think it would work. And maybe maybe instead of that, you just have people cranking, and there's, like, a, there's just, like, a little, like, wooden propeller on the back end. Yeah, <laughs> so they don't have to go outside and get all ashy. <laughs> It just goes like it's like inside, like they got the TV on, (laughs) sipping a margarita, just pedaling, like yeah, getting my workout, keeping the zeppelin going through this ash cloud because we can. (laughs) It's a good idea. It'll work. It sounds like fun. (laughs) Carlos, I I just invaded Greenland twice. That's fine. Once with airplanes, with coffee. It wasn't my first choice, anyways. I know, I know. All right, Pete. Uh, Russia. Why Russia? That would be the fucking worst to invade Russia. Because Russia is ginormous. They're like 
Yeah, but I feel like you could be there for like two months before they notice you. I feel like there's been quite no, a few dude, successful invasions of Russia, right? Oh, yeah, it always ends yeah, well. Yeah, always but, ends well. A winter war in Russia. But, yeah. but when was that? A long fucking time ago. They put so much money into their military. No, no, I. We're was, talking about the 1940s when yeah, Hitler right, failed. Right. Uh, we're talking about. It's all, not that all the anymore. Times in the past, like didn't the ha- Napoleon fail too in the Russia? Yeah. Oh, yeah, nobody like nope. you don't successfully no. invade Russia. No, but like where did Alexander the Great fall? Was that Russia or was that uh, elsewhere? I don't remember. I don't know. Anyway, it's just because there's like okay, there's mountains with snowy shit. There's deserts, and then there's some coastline, right? And then, uh-huh. then there's uh, whatever the well, else the fuck <laughs> woods and shit. There's just the, like there's endless the snow woods. desert. And they're like they're able to you know bomb pretty much anywhere on that giant thing. Their military's huge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're watching that whole entire thing. Have you they seen put all so their much tanks? Money into it. They have so many tanks. Yeah. It would be brutal. It'd be the worst. Hopefully, like, when you have that many tanks, don't you? Like, when you have downtime, what do you do? Like, you just like are they? Are they? What? No, I'm gonna consider them a first world yeah. because, like, they're terrifying, and I don't want them to well, be mad at me. My second would have been China. Because just because. Like, all of the people. Who wants to invade China? Like, <laughs> well, you can't. There's, there's nowhere to invade. You'd have to land on people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> hey, was Greenland first world? <laughs> I think Greenland's a first world country. <laughs> we, we all pick like sector three. We're like, that would suck. Greenland, first world. Is Greenland a first world country? Did that pop up? Is Greenland yep. the big one or the red one, or the big one or the small one? Ah, uh, Greenland's the a s- icy one. The there's no names on the one. Wait, it says, there. even though Greenland is a third world country, what the fuck? Oh, God. We suck at this. Wow. What? Okay, first world countries. I just assumed that they were fine. No, that can't be right. Hang on. Countries of the first world. Greenland. Oh, Greenland, yeah, they are, they're Greenland. bad as red. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a third God world. damn it, Greenland. So How about Iceland? Iceland. Iceland's first world. Yeah, but Iceland would be nice to invade. Because that's just, a, it's a delightful place. I want to go. Yeah, basically your first worlds are America, Canada, Iceland, Australia, Japan. Uh, New Zealand? No. Oh. That's uh, we'll change, we'll change uh, yeah, the New Zealand's on here under yeah, former British co- colonies. Yeah. And Australia then a few of the European ones, like all the one European ones on the outskirts are first world, then it starts going into second world. Well, hey Zeus. Yeah. That we suck, really I guess. Limits our uh, options. All right, well, fine. We're gonna remove the first world bit then. Yeah, just make it easier. Make yeah. it easier. We're gonna go second world too. No, that third world <laughs> the shit. The worst fucking country well, to invade China, ever. Th- you have China and uh, Russia. Did we get Greenland yet? Nope. God damn it! Right, fine. We'll go. We're gonna go all the way down to fourth world. Oh, which one's the fourth world? I don't know, but this website I found. Na- Would Australia online. be the fourth world? Seeing it's not on here. <laughs> no, Australia's is. <laughs> I mean, not Australia. the moon. Uh, Antarctica. The term fir- fourth world first came into use in 1974 with the publication of Shoe Swap Chief George Manuel. What, what the hell is a shoe swap? It's where you swap your shoes because, you know, sometimes you just want to walk the fourth else's world shoes. in Indian reality. Wow, Haiti's continu- considered fourth in Cam- Cambodia and Bangladesh. It's not like bad things happen to Haiti. Matt, you're all looking the time. at the outdur- outdated third world's model. Oh, sorry. Because I found the same image you're looking 1965. at. 1965. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. So what did Matt pick? What did Matt pick? 
nothing. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, America would suck, right? No. Why would America suck? Dude, just go to Google Maps and you know where everything is. Mm-hmm. Right here. I'm looking. I know, but not like if you were invading America. Oh. <laughs> just everything's on the internet. It's true. All the roads and everything. <laughs> and we don't have Patrick Swayze to defend us anymore. We just got... Uh, and that you just would look at Facebook and be like, all right, that guy has guns at their house. That guy has guns at the house. That guy has guns at the house. And then the... No, I wouldn't want to because Trump's president now, right? Well, you would de-seat Trump because you invaded. Yeah. If we got if we were successful with that. What? That's true. I mean, it would be very hard. Everybody has a gun. <laughs> People are There's very patriotic Wolverines. here. <laughs> but I guess we wouldn't be the Wolverines. What we would be the Wildcats if there was a thing because they were based they they named themselves after their high school football team. River Falls Wildcats. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, we would, did. What's up, bitch? You would you would be hiding in the woods, yelling Wildcats. What, what was those words? I wouldn't want to yell Panthers. We'd be yelling the Panthers. Panthers. Actually, we wouldn't be doing that. We'd be going boom. Wait, so you were the pink Panthers? No, we were the purple Panthers. I don't know, man. They should have been pink Panthers. They should have been way better. Purple Panthers are hard. And then our, uh, our our mascot could have been Officer Clouseau. That would have been great. I know, right? I would have actually gone to football games. Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> it also would have been funny because all the football players would have to be wearing pink. That would have been entertaining. If I would have laughed. Would have chuckled a bit. Stop pink and salmon. <laughs> We're the Salmon Panthers, okay? <laughs> the Salmon Panthers? <laughs> that sounds like, like Salmon Panthers. The Salmon. What? Semen pants. All right, and then the absolute worst, worst country to invade would be Australia because that country fights back in and of itself. The spiders, the spiders, the snakes, the trees, the the thunder asthma, the the gators, (laughs) the crocodile, the crocodile, kangaroos. I like how Britain sent all the criminals and shit there. And then also in their their first world compared to a lot of the other ones that are second and third world. Well, that's because it's World War Two, man. They didn't like after they sent the criminal there. It's kind of it's kind of like oh, here's your native, here's your native culture. That's dumb. Let's do this thing now. I mean, they did technically the criminals did that with the Aborigines, and we did that with the Native Americans. But what I'm saying is, so what we have to do? We're bad people. Yeah. But yeah, no, Australia would be and Oh uh, man, those alpha kangaroos though just flex all of a sudden like, well, like especially do? in like rural Australia you have the same gun issue that you have here where people have them and we'll yeah, they don't back. even need a concealed carry. And what they they only need nope. like out of the whole population, they only need like what, three or four crocodile dundees and they win? Dude. <laughs> That's it. Crocodile Dundee too, like when the mobsters uh cha- or the you know, it was the Cubans chase them uh the Cuban cartel, they chase them from New York back to the bush. Yeah. And he's, like, doing all those crazy things, and he has this, like, thing that he spins above his head, and it makes a whistling, or, like, a whomp, 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 whomp sound yeah. to communicate across distances. Like, he, you only need, like, a couple people like Crocodile Dundee, and you win. Yeah, man. He wrestled a crocodile. Why isn't Paul Hogan the president of Australia? 
I don't think people in Australia like Paul Hogan. Oh, okay. Because they get all, like, Crocodile Dundee, that's how we picture everybody in Australia now. <laughs> just like, oh, they all wear those funny hats and they know what a knife a is. Either super, that's like, a uh, surfer dudes or else just uh, Crocodile Dundees. That's what we see. Yeah. Then again, I'm pretty sure when, uh, when Australia looks at America, they see surfer dudes and hicks, so. It's accurate. You got a bunch of like people in California that is going everybody dude, that's and then you got a pe- everybody else in the middle of the country going No no surfers and hicks that's that's all of America right there. And well well we just yeah, elected web one surfers, of right? What? Yeah. I was not going Internet with that. Surfers. No. Butthole surfers? I was yeah, I was thinking the, I, was, I was thinking butthole surfers. <laughs> Didn't know I don't know what the what that is, but it's a band. Yep, from the 90s. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did not know that. Um I can't remember what the name of the song is. That is a that is a ridiculous name for a band. It it is and like they were the time of Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Whenever they were uh, announced on radio, uh, like uh, I, they always Mud just honey. called them the Surfers instead of the Butthole Surfers. I never got heard them called Butthole Surfers on the radio. They're still around. The Beehole yeah. Surfers. <sighs> Jesus Christ, they've been around for they've been around since '76. Is that when they were born? Yeah, no, they formed at Trinity University in San San Antonio, oh. Texas during the late 70s when students Gibson Gibby Haynes and Paul Leary Walt Walthall Walthall later just Paul Leary met for the first this time. This is their biggest song. Pepper. Pepper. Oh, I just kicked off of YouTube. Yeah, no, I just wanted to yeah. go with a little clip of it. Okay. Huh. Little surfing on the, the butthole. Buttholesurfers.com. They got that shit down. They got the shit on lock. What's their logo? Oh, it's an old fat man with his penis dangling and no butt. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. I don't know that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good album cover, you know, <clears throat> or website splash page. Or oh. And those are those are all links. Each one? <laughs> Each one is a link for the message board, the radio, MP3, links, MySpace. They have a fucking MySpace. Yeah. Who's their, their album with pepper on it has a picture of a guy stabbing a pencil in his ear. That's uh, Electric Ladyland, right? No, that's a uh, that's a that's a Jimi Hendrix album. Ah, oh, that's a different. No, Electric Larry Land. Electric Larry All Land. Right. That's what that's what I meant. How about we get out of here, guys? Yeah, <laughs> we better get the heck out. We've been talking about butthole surfers for far too long. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week, and I think we can all agree that uh, thunderstorm asthma is terrifying, and we need it's it's a real problem. So uh, head on over to thunderstormasthmarelief.com and please donate today. Oh, I also forgot to mention that uh, they're digging a hole right now. Uh, Cards Against Humanity is. And if you want to throw money into the hole, you should you should go do that. Because I think they're down to like nine hours. They're digging a holiday hole. Your point? Uh, you should go throw money in the hole. Why? Because I want to see how, how deep the hole can get. It's a pretty deep hole right now. Holidayhole.com. Go check that out. Um, yeah, uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerdstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerdstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnerdscoreninja. And I won't see you next week, but I'll see you the week after.
Goodbye. Bye.